The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond, and hello, and welcome once again to Beyond. I already said that part. This is the PlayStation Show we do here at IGN. My name is Max Scoville, and I'm joined once again by Brian Altano. How are you doing, everybody? I'm doing just Beyond. Fine. Beyond. Beyond. Jada Griffin. Beyond, and hello, everybody. It's a great week to be podcasting. I will see about that. <laughs> and Josh, Josh Dew, who I think you've been on the show once before, but it was like, have you? Yeah, Dornbush brought me on for like a Thanksgiving episode. He's like, what game are you thankful for playing? And I was like, oh, uh, uh, God of War. And then that was it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the, it's like the like seasonal cutlery or whatever they pull out for special occasions. Yeah, right? basically. Anytime God of War is being talked about, they'll be like, hey, Josh played it. <laughs> Lord. Well, we've worked together for like, what, five, six years or something at this yeah, point? Yeah, we used to sit like back to back, basically. Mm-hmm. We used to steal hot sauce off, off your desk. And, yes. And all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So it's great to have you on here. We can um, we're going to have some fun. Uh, Everybody watching at home, uh, first of all, thank you for the wonderful, wonderful reception last week. Um, I was nervous about jumping in to do this again, and you all made me feel much better about it. And also, thank you so much for the wonderful warm welcome to Akeem. He's going to be back uh, next week or whenever. He's busy with the shoot this week, but um, he was very happy to hear about that. So, um, yeah. We can tell the truth. His, um, his, his fog machine wouldn't shut off, and um, it smoked out his entire neighborhood. Yeah. It's been declared a fire hazard. Luckily, yeah. his apartment was riddled with termites. And apparently that's sort of doing double duty. So they just put down one of those yep. tents and he's uh, staying at a hotel. Um, the problem is they're all outside now and he can only get them back by singing um, and having I don't know where we're going with sewers. this. Yeah, we'll stop. <laughs> now, um, before we get started, I just want to plug IGN Playlist, which is this cool feature that a bunch of people um, way smarter than us at IGN have been working on, which is uh, it exists as either a sort of thing on the site, which is IGN.com slash playlist or as a dedicated app on iOS or Android. But basically it's like Letterboxd is for movies or Goodreads is for books, but it's for games. So if you want to keep track of the games that you're, you're playing or you're trying to play or your backlog or you just want to make arbitrary lists of things, you can do that on there. Uh, I made a list of like games where you can weaponize your own bodily fluids. Surprising amount of those. It's gross. So anyway, go check that out. IGN.com slash playlist once again. Um, later on in the show, we're going to be talking about God of War Ragnarok, which we've been playing, which is exciting. Uh, we won't spoil anything, but we have some questions from you, which we'll be answering. That's coming up uh, towards the end of the show. Before that, we have uh, some, some cool stuff to talk about. I have a controversial take on Gotham Knights. Uh, we got a bunch of news about Silent Hill. But before that, survival horror... Ooh, something 
you did it's more exciting than anything the rest of us did last week was you got to play resident evil 4 remake yes yes okay so uh just last week we got very lucky horror, uh, horror game fans uh there was a presentation from konami about just a, a ton of new silent hill stuff uh and then more importantly for me there was a presentation on resident evil 4 and uh the kind of final dlc coming to resident evil village uh, all of it looked very awesome but the cool thing is that i actually got to go to a preview event last week or, or a week or two at this point and play uh 45 minutes of resident evil 4 uh it is ba i basically played the entire opening village section up until when the church bell rings i got to play through the demo kind of at my own pace in my own way and had a really good time with it. Um, so I wanted to just break down 13 really cool things I noticed while playing it as a huge, crazy, hardcore Resident Evil 4 fan who has played through the original game probably 25 times at this point. It's psychotic. Anyway, I, I had yeah. your number way higher than that. I had you at like in the hundreds. Like you know two what? or triple digits. It might be. It might be. It's just my annual like, kind of comfort food loop through. So And maybe even more than that. Um, so, all right. Number one, it's scarier now. Like, that was a big kind of thing that I think people were like, is it going to maintain that kind of balance, the tone? The original game wasn't exactly like, you know, the scariest thing in the world, but it did have some creatures jump out at you. It had, you know, uh, moments where the chainsaw guy would catch you from behind, cut your head off, it'd go flying off in the air. It had those horrible verdugos and like just... Oh, yeah. No, there's some spooky parts in that, but yeah. I feel like it's very much sort of the jump from like alien to aliens. Like, that's yeah. when it becomes... There's some scary parts, but it's... A lot more action-packed, too. Yeah. Stuff will jump out at you, but then you can suplex it. Exactly. Which exactly. is good. <laughs> um, and in this game, sort of like, you know, the, the original Resident Evil 4 had this kind of, like, early morning, you know, f feel like you're, you're waking up and, like, the sun's coming up in the forest. And you're like, I'm not really sure. It's either that or it's, like, the sun's about to set. This, it's, like, it's fully dark early on. And mm -hmm. it, it feels night. And the forest is denser. It's just creepier. And... You like I played on PS5 with like the 3D audio headphones and everything like that, and like moving in certain directions and hearing grumbling and groans from like the corners of the forest and stuff like that, or different parts of the houses. I was like, somebody's coming up. You would just hear like, and you're like, oh no, oh no. Uh, Wait, so do you think it's scarier because the tech has gotten better? Or I think the tech has gotten better. It's it's like made everything just feel a little bit more dense and moody and just just creepy it's just got, got it. this general unnerving undertone to it now. well there's also the level of like it's unfamiliar to a yeah. certain degree like they've added new stuff to it they've mm, changed right. little things which we're going to talk about a bit mm -hmm. but like you know this game like the back of your hand so of course the original isn't scary anymore right. yeah you i tweeted about this like yeah. I, like to me that what's what, what this game is doing really interesting for somebody who's played the original a ton and i think even for for new players is that it's it's kind of striking this really great balance of like familiar and surprising to me so every time i'm like i thought i was like i know what i'm doing here i know what to expect i know what's going to happen i would turn a corner and something would change um number two the first house that you uh walk into uh in the village has a basement now it's got different corridors it's got this sort of like branching paths it's got different enemies lurking around different corners and that immediately caught me off guard because the original house you walk to you walk in triggers a cutscene. a guy turns around from the fireplace he lunges at you Leon's like, what's going on? I'm here to save the president's daughter. None of this makes sense. You run upstairs. The upstairs that a house is like terrible. Like, if, mm -hmm. like architecturally, like if you own yeah. this house, you'd be like, so uh, what do you have upstairs? Oh, a desk. No, and there's no bathrooms in the house. Like, don't think about it too much, right? There's plenty of filthy toilets in Resident Evil, but in this one, there isn't. Now, this house is, like, big. It's got, like, uh, underground areas. And just, like, creeping around, you'll find a bunch of stuff that was absolutely not in the original. There's, like, an item pickup that you can kind of look at that you're like, oh, something bad happened here for sure. Um, 
So he's so he got a he got a like a raise in the village. This village, whoever this village guy, he's yep. got a new job at the village. He's like the head village honcho now. Yeah, he's been selling chickens down at the you know the main village area. Selling them to Del Lago probably. Every so now whoever's then, feeding Del Lago, he's, yeah, he's taking exactly. the chickens. To you them. get those golden eggs every now and then. The yeah, game, yeah, and like exactly. yeah. So one of those. Uh, number three, you can stealth now. This is really cool. Uh, so there's a character, uh, there's a woman to the side of the village in the first major area. She's always hanging out by the chicken coops all the way to the left. If you've played this game a lot of times, you know that like it's fun to go to her first and just stab her a bunch of times and she turns around and she's like, <laughs> and then everyone in the village goes, blah, 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 and they just start to kill you. This time I was like, here we go. I'm going to do that again. Tiptoed up to her. She didn't turn around, and it gave me an option, kind of like sneak up behind her and just stab her in the back of the head oh, that's and cool. killed her. And then no one in the village like knew yet. And I was like, oh, so this means like this is a game that's already you know it's not super into like ammo conservation and stuff like that. But like if you have the opportunity to not engage and use all your bullets, then take it. Which means that like theoretically yeah. you could sneak by enemies later in the what? game. I, I've always like I always play my Resident Evils in any survival game mm-hmm. with like as minimal bullets fired as possible. Same. So and like RE4 has always been good like that because you like shoot a kneecap, they fall, mm-hmm. suplex them, knife them, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so I think there'll be a lot of that here. Does it seem like you can do like a stealth run? Like I, what what triggers the you know the villagers all coming out? I mean, I think theoretically you could stealth to a certain extent, but like that main village area does not let you pass until like a certain number of enemies have been killed. Right. And they, they mob you very, very quickly, sure, sure. which uh, like they do communicate with each other. It does feel like they're flanking you and stuff like that. Um, but speaking of knives, number four, uh, the game speed in general is quicker now. Um, you can run and shoot at the same time, which basically makes everything faster, but not necessarily easier. But your knife now, instead of being this thing that you kind of like pull out and, you know, cumbersomely swing around and axe a barrel or hit a barrel or whatever, <laughs> it's like a prison shank. Like it's like imagine imagine you're watching a movie about a guy that's getting killed in prison and then somebody comes up to him and goes like, that's what it feels like now. Like you come out there with this like this blade and it is quick. It is guttural and aggressive and awesome huh. i really really love it um which is good because you're gonna need some weapons because the chainsaw man yeah uh he cuts through villagers now like he will straight up like five people in front of him who i guess are his neighbors right what's his name <laughs> yeah. dr salvatore yeah, yeah. uh yep. yeah dr salvador or something like salvador yeah. and um uh he'll just run up on you and like i, I was on a roof and I was like, well, all right, there's a couple people between us. And so obviously, you know, he's going to have to he'll run past them or something. And he just goes, rawr, rawr, rawr. and just like all of them are like, ah, and move out of the way. And I'm like, oh, no, you do that now? Like there was a lot of like, like just being like, I didn't know they could do that now. Yeah, because you know? I, I feel like pre- in the previous versions, you could like shoot one of the like yeah. run in the chest and they would like bounce back into mm-hmm. him and it would stagger him back a little bit to give you a little bit more time if you were like close to needing a reload. Yeah. Um, but this also gives me hope for like pacifist runs yeah. to where you're getting the enemies to kill all the other enemies minus mm-hmm. boss fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested to see if that's possible. Yeah, me too. me too. I mean, I think I, I think like we're going to we're going to you and I especially Jada, are going to be the kind of people that like do everything that you can possibly do in this game. Unlock every costume, play on every difficulty. I really hope the uh, Last Plagas removal gun is in there. Oh, yeah. I don't know if people know about that, but when you beat Resident Evil 4 in professional mode, you unlock uh, this gun that lets you walk into a room, and it shoots a laser that automatically targets the head of every enemy in the game, removes the Plagas from their head, which is that like thing that makes them infected, and they all just drop that. It's like super OP, but it's hilarious, and I love it. Uh, number seven. This game is so much grosser now, especially all the villagers' houses. You go into their 
their homes and they like kind of like remember going into the kitchen in Resident Evil 7 mm. where you're yeah. just like, like what, what are they got the, what are they yeah. the instant pot oh yeah. cockroaches and yeah. diarrhea larva right yeah. <laughs> larva and diarrhea um, this game now uh, like there's just like animal carcasses on on like cutting boards and there's like weird Blair Witch-esque bone sculptures hanging from the ceilings they got that rattling noise and stuff like that there's blood and guts every it's just grosser now I love it like the original village in Resident Evil 4 you would walk into like a, a shack and there was just like a woman knifed to a wall there was like mm-hmm. a butcher's knife in her head and like Leon read it and he's like oh, that's not good like yeah. I don't like that and there's it's just so much of that now like they just added all these gross little details to everybody's houses I mean this is one of those things along with it being scarier just by the sheer nature of this adding things mm-hmm. they're not gonna clean it up no you know like, no. they're not gonna go in and be like well this is an awfully gross house let's make it nice it's like that just defeats the purpose yeah. so of course they're gonna make it grosser but like obviously you know this is running in the same engine as, as RE7 and, and Village and like they've I'm sure they've had some practice making like yeah. disgusting chicken bone skeletons or person bone skeletons that they can stack up and hang from the ceiling and just get oh horrible with it so that's that's good news I know it's rare that people in Resident Evil have like a normal meal and then you know or maybe it, like it started normal and then they they died for a while and then it just the bugs took over it's just gross it's bugs really eat what bugs want to eat that Those is people, true they need tupperware in that universe they just put mm-hmm. that stuff in the fridge and make sure the fridge works resident evil 4 has big bugs we haven't seen them yet we oh, haven't seen so them excited, yet <laughs> up next uh you can actually if you're really lucky melee attack the chainsaw man with your knife this is absolutely that was something that was not in the original game and i got extremely lucky with like the l1 button in like a heartbeat it just like flashed by real quick chainsaw guy lunged at me i pulled out my knife it went locked into his chainsaw and just like like ground down his gears like literally like it was just like and like i've seen some people be like you know this could be potentially game breaking i will say that like it there was a time where I tried to do it and it didn't work, and then it was another time I tried to do it and I and it worked. So you're gonna have to get your timing right for that one. Did, was, um, was there any repercussions for him when you like got when you countered that? Like, did it do damage to him? Did it, it like it, it, disable the chainsaw? It's very, very expensive. He had to go and get a new. <laughs> go to the shed. In, yeah. He had yeah. to go to, back to his basement to, yeah. or what's there, the other uh, villager's yeah. basement and get another chainsaw. Yeah, no, it's it's it it pissed him off for sure. And the thing is now he has these like he's got still got that big bag over his head, but he has these like. <laughs> Horrible blood red, like he's got googly ra- eyes. Just rabid. <laughs> yeah, there's like these, these deep blood red, rabid, like animal eyes at this point. Now. You know like, what? Really I actually part. He just looks like a stuffed animal. It's mm-hmm. kind of kind of funny. I, I actually, I hope there. that's like an unlockable. Is googly eyes? I want to be. I want to play through an yep. entire Resident Evil Four with just googly eyes. I mean, on if all that doesn't, enemies. somebody's gonna mod that. <laughs> somebody's like, got if, to. From what we've seen in like you know the remake of two and three, like there's somebody's gonna do some very very stupid stuff. With yeah, that man. Uh, up next, another thing he did to try to kill me that uh, again totally caught me off guard was uh i was running to the right side of the main village area where they have like the chicken coops you find those herbs and stuff like that and he took his chainsaw and just i, I ran through an area where i'm like oh that's interesting they put like a little roof here that was never here before and he just goes rawr, 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 and cuts down the support beams and then uh the roof went to fall on my head and i'm like okay so you want to crush me to death outside of killing me with your chainsaw you're horrible <laughs> you're a total psycho you're awesome i love you okay um, so is there anything they they took away well not necessarily just yet. And so, like, my fear so far is that Capcom has said that this game is going to be roughly the same length as the original. Um, and I know a mm. lot of people, like, look at the island section at the very end, and they're like, oh, you know, that's when it, it went, like, kind of full action game. It's a little too far, a little too much. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. Uh, to me, it's, like, the least 
the 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 like not probably the weakest part of an amazing game is still really good right and still really fun to play but i i have a fear that they've padded out some areas like some of the aforementioned houses early on and they're going to pull back later on so we'll see like if there's that push and pull there and it doesn't feel like large chunks are missing like they did with resident evil 3 uh remake then you know if it feels okay, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. But for now, wait and see. Um, I mean, one they thing, took out the dog. They took out the dog. We'll yeah. get to that. <laughs> yeah. The dog's actually not on my list, but we can mention that real quick. Uh, there was a dog in the very beginning of the dem- of the game of the original one where you had a choice to either like walk by him or shoot him or free him. And if you freed him when you uh, did the El Gigante boss fight later on, he would show up and distract this large, you know, naked baby man from killing you with a tree. And uh, it was great because he, he, that and guy I was, was like, I got to fight a wolf now. What's and now going he's on? just dead. And he's now he's dead, just like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. hopefully so there's another dog. Out I love there. that because that is such like a message to people who think they know the source material. Yeah. Like that reminds mm-hmm. me of in The Shining, in the, mm-hmm. the movie. They drive a different colored car from in the book, but yeah. when they're driving up the mountain, there is the color of the, like the same Volkswagen bug, but in the color that's in the book, it's like a brown one or something. And it's basically like it's broken down. And it's like Kubrick being like, uh uh-uh. uh. That's it's not the same. It's different. Yeah. That is the that is the car from the book. That one has crashed. This is my car. It's going up the mountain. In this case, it's like that dog is dead. That dog is not saving you. I know. I maybe there'll be another one. I hope there is another one. You know, there's probably several dogs. There's obviously several dogs in the Resident Evil universe. They've yeah. been jumping through windows for 40 years. But um, all right. Next up, you asked about something that was actually missing. Um, that scene that happened that was one of the most iconic things I remember when seeing the original, playing the original demo, seeing the original video of Resident Evil 4. Leon Kennedy runs into a building in the village, closes the door behind them, and he pushes a bookshelf in front of the, the door to block the uh, villagers from coming in and killing him. Now, you just run in and it just triggers a cutscene. And then you run upstairs. So there wasn't any stuff where you're moving furniture to block windows and doors yet. Um, as, as you know, later in the game, there's that huge sequence with uh, Luis where mm-hmm. uh, there – or Luis, I forget his name. How do they say it specifically? And you're you're in a house and there's people coming through the windows and the walls and they're trying to kill you. And you're, you know, you're basically holding down the fort for like yeah, a couple hours, you know, yes. what feels like a, a night. But um, – that wasn't here yet. So I don't know if that'll be a thing. Like back then, moving furniture in a third person action horror game was one of the most novel things in the world. But since then, like, I don't know, pushing stuff well, they, around a 3D environment isn't they too They had that amazing. village. Yeah. So I, it would make sense. Like they have the, the systems for it. It just maybe that's a way of sort of countering the fact that you can now counter chainsaws. Like, yeah. It's, there's know. also there's also a thing said like this build isn't the final build. Right. There are things that could be in this village that you weren't able to see in this this demo session because I can't tell you how many demo sessions I've gone for countless games where I play through mm-hmm. a, a section, get to it when the game launches and it's different. Yeah. They've changed things, things have evolved, upgraded. So, we might see that. It's just a it's noticeable that it's not there now. Yeah, I mean famously like Resident Evil 4 specifically, uh, if you pre-ordered the game 30 you know 20 something years ago um it you came with a soda yeah it it came with resident evil 4 preview disc right um which was like a a demo build of the game that ran from the beginning until the very end when the church bells rang and um there are videos out there that basically talk about the differences that 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 demo had uh just sort of like in physics and controls the um the item box specifically, which turned into like one of Resident Evil's most iconic things, which is back, you know, that kind of puzzle element of moving stuff around. Uh, back then was just like everything was one slot. Mm-hmm. And so it missed that sort of like Tetris-esque puzzle to it. Um, so, yeah, things will change. Uh, number 12, Hunnigan. 
She calls you a lot on her phone. Remember her? She has an office now. Isn't that cool? She's not just like a disembodied voice on a codec. Uh, they show her rolling around in her one office my, One chair. of my favorite things about that game is the fact that like the main villain will just call you. And yeah. Like, ah, Leon, it's me again. And it's like, how did you get this number? Yeah. Why yeah, would you like, pick up? Why did you answer that phone? I know. He's got this like. Why old, haven't we traced this call? This like Motorola phone from 2003 or whatever, you know. Um, and lastly, uh, and this is, this is one of my favorite things about this and one of my biggest concerns. Uh, the game is still kind of campy and silly. Uh, Leon says that line, bill me for the repairs later after he destroys some stuff. Uh, And at the end of the demo, when the church bells ring, he does say, where's everybody going? Bingo? Which was like, I don't think people understand that this is a game that is like ultimately rooted in like 80s and 90s action tropes as much as it is the Resident Evil series and horror and stuff like that. And there was a big fear of of myself and a lot of other hardcore RE4 fans that like they would lose that element here. Like this this game has a, you know, like the original version had like a 60 foot tall Napoleon robot who chases Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. through a building uh, in a castle. Like there's some goofy stuff in here, right? Like I love it all. There's a jet ski. Like, but this time around, it's darker it's grimmer it's scarier but also i think it's still going to be pretty damn silly i'm very, I'm very excited about you that you left off one important thing you can set the cow on fire that's right yes it's shit and runs around and hits people with its little horns and yeah stuff. so that's that's exciting i know? used to just knife him and, and or blow him yep. up with a grenade and then you yeah, feel you just knife him. i'm insane yeah. but now you can shoot the lantern yeah. above him it'll it'll drop down light his ass on fire and he'll run away and everybody in town oh. has roast I, beef i'm the thing i'm most excited to see is the the del lago fight i am so excited for that fight that do is you, probably my favorite fight do you the think they'll hide, do you think they'll put in the easter egg where Oh, yes. shoot the oh, water first that's got to be in it the original game had an easter egg that if you shot the water first uh del lago would come out and eat you before you even got on the boat yeah. that's awesome yes. so I hope capcom they, I, bring that back i hope they do a lot of stuff to subvert expectations yeah. in that yes. sense but i'm so excited about this everything you're saying sounds uh very good <laughs> this episode of podcast beyond is brought to you by nordvpn a great way to protect yourself online while also improving your overall experience while enjoying cyberspace Are you tired of streaming shows, movies, or sporting events being unavailable in your region due to draconian restrictions that are based on completely arbitrary geographical boundaries in physical meat space? Well, switch your virtual location to a place where that's no longer an issue. The same goes for shopping. You can get the best possible deal on subscriptions, flights, hotels, and other goods and services like that from websites that like to play favorites with certain territories and currencies. Meanwhile, encrypted traffic protects your data from hackers, viruses, malware, phishing sites, and other harmful hitchhikers of the information superhighway. Though really, it's more of an information autobahn because there is no speed limit with NordVPN. It is the fastest VPN in the world, so there won't be any buffering or lagging, and it'll stop your ISP from throttling your bandwidth. Isn't that nice? One NordVPN account can be used across six devices, which is great. My wife has been using our account to watch all sorts of awful British reality TV shows that aren't available here, like Argument Island or Half Naked Idiots Fall in Love, and everyone's favorite, The Worst People Just Got Married, Let's Hear Them Talk About It. Shows that are so bad, they're blocked in our part of the world for our own good, but luckily, NordVPN allows her to trick the internet into thinking she's in the UK, so she and her awful friends can shriek and howl and cackle at the TV while I'm trying to relax. I've been using my VPN too. You know what I've been using it for? None of your business. Yep, that's right. And thanks to NordVPN, my data is safely encrypted, all bundled up in a weighted security blanket of incomprehensibly complex math problems, and nobody can tell what it's doing under there. Data, you do your thing. I'll leave you alone. One month of NordVPN coverage costs less than a cup of coffee. Coffee can't protect you from cyber criminals unless you throw it at them or pour it on their computers, and you'll probably get in trouble for doing that. So get NordVPN instead. 
To get the best possible discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash POBeyond. That link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is nordvpn.com slash POBeyond. And now, back to the show. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. We touched on this a second ago. One of the big things about RE4 is that it is this weird kind of pivot from classic horror to, you know, action horror. Yeah. Uh, a lot of games have this... It's not a problem necessarily. We talk about horror games. We talk about games that have horror themes. And, uh, you know, they're not always like... The big one, I think, is Bloodborne. Right. Which I think is a horror game because it's completely steeped in horror themes. Right. Mechanically, guys, it's guys, an action RPG. Guys, guys, guys. We can't talk about Bloodborne every week on this show. We're going to. I'm sorry. We have to. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love Bloodborne. Yes. I mean, like you... Is Bloodborne you, a horror game? No. Is Bloodborne a what? horror game? It looks like one. I've never played it. <laughs> oh, but I, because I, it's too scary? I, it looks too scary. Yeah, that's a horror game. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. I guess I'm outvoted here. I, I don't know. It's just, I, I I can't take a Souls game as a horror game. Like, you wouldn't say Elden Ring is a horror game. You wouldn't say Dark Souls is a horror game. Yes, they're very horror thematic, but they're not horror games. There's, uh, like, the only thing I guess it has it going for being a horror game is that you could die. You feel like you could die at any given second. I bet you, like, like I mean, like, you fight you, werewolves. Yeah, you fight werewolves, skeletons, um, probably mummies. It's, yeah, it's, you know, it's got tons bats. of sort of, lo- like, Lovecraft influence. And obviously, yeah. Lovecraft is known for his contributions to the role, action role-playing genre of, mm-hmm. of fiction. No, horror! He's known for <laughs> horror! It's a horror game! <laughs> like, yeah, yes. Like, it is a... Okay, so like genre-wise, yes, it is technically an action RPG, right? Yes. But it is thematically just incredibly deeply horror to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 such a weird it's such a weird one because like you look at other big horror games like take like Left 4 Dead. Right. Left 4 Dead is very okay. heavy action, very co-op centric. It's technically classified as a horror game, but again, for me, I don't I just I'm it's never It's a co-op shooter. It's a co-op shooter. Right. It's not a horror game. Right. Is Call of Duty Zombies a horror game? No, it's not because it's Oh, it's man, so weird. One. This, this yeah. feels like is is a hot dog a sandwich question. Yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah. like what is your definition of a horror game at this point? Well, so right? my, my a hot dog here. sandwich is a horror game. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat the hot dog sideways, it's a sandwich. But if you do vertically, it's a taco. It's very simple. It, but again, that's right. a mechanical issue. What if you, you take a bite out of the middle of it? Like, <laughs> then it's corn on the cob. <laughs> anyway, uh, the thing with horror is that it can be a mechanic or it can be a like a narrative. Right. Theme, right. You know. And like in the case of like when I think like a pure horror game, it's something like Outlast. That, that's my goal. Yeah, like Amnesia. Because yeah. that's a game where, yeah. yeah, the goal is well, yeah. I mean that's that is a that is a dedicated horror game. Like you pretty much are, are devoid of abilities. Like you are not 
you know, you're not jumping around and collecting things as well as being scared. Yeah. But then right. you have things that are like, you know, completely, you know, steeped in like horror elements like Bloodborne or Castlevania, right. where mm-hmm. it's like these are clearly this is, you know, capital H horror flavored. Right. But it's, I mean, Darkstalkers is a game with like a mummy and a sexy Dracula and then like a regular Dracula and then yeah. I think a Wolfman or something. And yep. it's like... Is that a horror game? No, it's a fighting game. Exactly. So yeah, that, that's that that is like my argument for Bloodborne not being a horror game because there's so many games like you wouldn't say Castlevania is a horror game. It's horror theme, but it's a Metroidvania. It it is its own genre. So is the, is the Last of Us a horror game? <sighs> yes. Yes. It, I I would put Last of Us as like a psychological horror because it's, it's more survival horror it, or survival horror. Excuse yeah, me. Right, yes. Yeah. Because yeah, it's more about like surviving in the world right. versus like being afraid of the actual creatures that are there. Like, I don't know. I'm just not afraid of any of the the, the infected or the clickers and, and things like that. Yeah, in that. Right. that sounds like a personal... That could be not a problem. I, I that guess. could That's, just be yeah. that. Just I, I just the, I guess I'm the bravest person on the gas. Is that like a but, hotel apartment complex you go in the Last of Us Two is like straight up horror, right? Like yes, there's yes. base. It's the murky. entire thing is like gross. Yeah, and like infected. Yeah. There's murky, wet basements you go in with like one shank, and like mm-hmm. you're like, I got to get through this whole thing, and they hear me. Like, I just punch everybody. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. Is, well, uh, <laughs> is Little Nightmares a horror game? Little Nightmares is that a horror game? Yes. Or is that a puzzle platformer? I would say Little Nightmares is because it's more, it's about like the world that it's set in is so, it's, it's very drenched in horror. And I know that's what we said with Bloodborne. I know, let me get to my point. Okay. But the, um, the element of like, it, it has this element of putting you in this constant state of fear while you're playing this game and where your character is like constantly just afraid and like, you know, fair, you're, fair. you're trying to, you're finding your way and like your life and survival depends on you getting from point A to point Bloodborne B. Bloodborne has an entire mechanic where if you like look at certain enemies, you go mad. <laughs> it's so scary. But I think what you're trying to say though, right, is like the way the character is written right. actually has a lot to play. If your character is like not scared and it's just badass walking through these horror like oh, scenarios, okay. it's like, okay, why should I be scared? Right. But if the character itself is like put in a horror situation and they act like a normal person or like, Oh my god, this is maybe so okay. Weird. Maybe, right. maybe honestly, maybe that is I the key element. That. What makes a horror game a horror game is whether or not you can kill the thing that's trying to kill you. I think I think yeah, maybe. I think I think it's yeah. a little bit of that. I think it comes down to kind of the narrative directors on the games, the 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 writers that are writing the the dialogue and stuff like that. It really kind of comes into that element um, to kind of determine like like is it horror or if not they horror? write it by candlelight it's horror and if they don't then it's a regular video game I, yeah do I not think, use fluorescent lights when you're writing that, your horror games yes that's true i think i think like the, the the bigger issue at play here is that we think of games mechanically first and yes. thematically second right. so that when people think of mass effect they're not like it's a sci-fi game it's a space opera mm-hmm. they're like it's a you know action or rpg or it's a you know like like they come up with like what are you actually doing moment to moment right. mm. that defines the genre it's in faster than uh like what you're doing thematically or what kind of things you're fighting or like you know what color the lights are and stuff like like a lot of that like obviously yeah. changes the mood and everything like that but the moodiness of it is secondary to what you're doing mechanically Right. And I think that's kind of where we get in the differentiation between games and movies. Yeah. Because, you know, games are such an interactive experience that that is the primary thing that people pick up and play games for, mm-hmm. for the most part. There are a lot of people that play games for the environment, the story and stuff first. I don't want to take away from them. But I would say a larger chunk of the gaming audience as a whole plays games for the interactive to 
push buttons, kill things, right. run away from things, and, the, and there's, jump on things. There's largely accepted genre terms in movies too. Like recently, John Carpenter did an interview, um, and they were just like, "What do you think about elevated horror?" And he was like, "I don't know what that is. You did make that up." And they're like, "Well, you know, like a twenty four stuff." And he's like, "I get what you're saying, but like, I don't know what you're talking about." You know, like because in in movies, you're you're mostly just like you can you can have sub like there's like the slasher horror, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like monsters. There's like you know poltergeist spectral ghost stuff there's all mm-hmm. these different like pockets you could even be like oh romantic horror or like so, so is elevated horror just like psychological horror like i don't like, like the basically it's, every it's jordan like, peele like yeah. horror film i, I guess mean, hereditary yeah. is a family film i think very yeah. much very much <laughs> yeah i mean uh, that okay. i have brain problems but you know now is count chocula a horror serial oh absolutely yes 100%. Okay. well now yeah. I, i'm glad we can agree on something anyway what do you think which of these games are horror games what makes a horror game what's your favorite horror game and also happy halloween Anyway, Bloodborne is the answer to everything. Bloodborne is the correct answer to most questions. It's um, not. We need a Bloodborne cereal. I want. We have it. It's called Count Chocula. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So Gotham Knights came out. It's been subject to all sorts of discussion and criticism, but um, I have, I believe, a, an angle that has not been discussed quite enough. Stop me if you've heard this one. All right. Four masked vigilantes take to the streets to wage war on crime using martial arts skills and gadgets. You've got the leader, who's in blue. You've got the tech expert, who's in purple. There's the surly, short-tempered heavy hitter, who's wearing red. And of course, the youngest member of the team offers some comic relief. They operate out of a cool hideout that's in the middle of a major city. They train there. They park their really toyetic vehicles there. And sometimes they play video games in their downtime. And they also get bits of sagely wisdom from an elderly mentor who hangs out there and drinks a lot of tea. Now, they fight a variety of animal-themed villains, but their biggest threat is a gang of ruthless assassins who operate from the shadows, and they have a high-ranking member whose namesake sounds like something that you could cut yourself with. Am I describing Gotham Knights or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Well done. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, you have me on the ropes there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, why didn't we get a TMNT game instead? I will get to that. Mm-hmm. Now, so part of the, part of the reason that I, I can't, like, unsee this as a as a Ninja Turtles game is the the last AAA non-Lego non-cartoony DC game that we got was Injustice 2 and on top of a roster full of characters who appear in Gotham Knights it also had the Turtles as DLC <laughs> yep like we saw the Turtles beating the crap out of Harley Quinn and and Nightwing was there at the same time I'm I'm well aware this is a personal problem and a sort of an asinine childish gripe but there are a variety of reasons that Gotham Knight Knights is not a Turtles game, and it, I, I will address those. It's fair, no matter how much I might want it to be. First and foremost, uh, boring legal uh, licensing reasons. WB has full ownership of DC characters, uh, whereas TMNT is a Nickelodeon property, which is a subsidiary of Paramount Global, and that's one of WB's biggest competitors. It's the same reason we're not going to see um, Batman showing up in Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, and vice versa, Turtle showing up in uh, Multiverses. Um, Second, WB Interactive has cracked the code to making solid Batman games. Um, Obviously, the high expectations that were set by the Arkham series are one of the biggest things working against Gotham Knights, but that's also what paved the way for Gotham Knights to exist in the first place. It's, you know, clearly borrowing a lot of the DNA of the combat experience and all that, and it's also, you know... We, we, we're, we're like, we trust a Batman game in, in 2022. Ninja Turtles has not had the same luck in the AAA space, though maybe, fingers crossed, the massive success of the retro-style Shredder's Revenge, which came out earlier this year, will pave the way for those heroes in the half-shell to get the same treatment as the Dark Knight and his menagerie of young sidekicks. But in the meantime, I guess I'm going to have to use my imagination and I can just pretend that Professor Pig is Bebop and that Man Bat is Wingnut and that Clayface is Muckman. And maybe if I'm really lucky, somebody is going to whip up PC mods that mutate the Gotham Knights 
into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because after all, if somebody made a mod where you can play through Spider-Man as IGN's Gotham Knights review score, <laughs> anything is possible. Bravo. Yeah. Uh, Bravo. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, modders get to work because uh, yeah. I need to, I need to rebuy Gotham Knights on PC so that I can play as the Ninja Turtles. You've been playing a ton of Gotham. Knights. I have been playing a ton of Gotham Knights. What do you What do you think of it? Uh, I I actually like it. I think I think um, I'm definitely a little bit more inclined to enjoy it. I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it more than our reviewer did. Um, very fair points in the review. There's a lot of issues, a lot of places where it falls short, but playing the game in co-op is just so much fun that I can overlook a lot of the, uh, the bugs in some of the shortcomings of the game mm -hmm. because nothing is i've been playing with my partner and he's been playing robin i've been playing batgirl and we literally join in the world we split off to different parts of the city different boroughs go do our own crimes it's not um, really cooperative but that's sure gone <laughs> <laughs> we split off and that's we, like grocery shopping you're like i'll, I'll go get the yeah, produce yeah, you yeah. go to get the snacks yeah, in a and, way yeah, and it's great. i usually get the snacks <laughs> and it's great because we go off we do separate crimes we both get progress experience full rewards regardless of where we are in the city mm -hmm. whoever finishes their crime first it's me i jump <laughs> i grapple back to the top of the building and then i glide as batgirl into his crime scene and help him finish off the last couple baddies mm -hmm. and it, like it's just nothing better than seeing his face when he's mm -hmm. fighting somebody and then i droop i fly in and i grapple somebody from the sky up into the air and then just like suplex them into the ground as batgirl and he's like where did they go oh you're here like it was mm -hmm. just it, every time it happens he's surprised and it's great um the open world is solid it's got a good a lot of a, a great amount of like kind of exploration there's some cool fun things to find there's some of them that are like a pain in the butt there's like these pages of like uh some like book from benjamin the franklin's notes that blew yes. away yes mm -hmm. basically every game and Get like feathers too you have while to you're like there. follow these like <laughs> these like symbols that are placed around the map and it's our pain in the butt to yeah, find it's an open so, world game yeah i don't like that part <laughs> um but the uh the the villain specific missions i feel like that's where they put all their time and attention into mm, like okay. when you actually do like harley quinn's missions or Clayface's or dr freeze's like you can feel like oh this is what they were really going for they were going for this very story driven element whereas when you're doing the open mm. world stuff it's kind of like oh let me go and you know fight just random crimes and then like maybe progress i stuff. mean it has, mm -hmm. it has like I, I mentioned this but it has such a, a a shadow of the bat hanging over it oh, where it like it we came from this this mentality of like oh if you if you enjoyed the single player experience playing as batman well then here's something that is for all intents and purposes very similar but also fundamentally different and it's like it's 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 a that's a hard kind of hurdle to get over and it's yeah you know, i totally I get i mean i think like the the elevator pitch for gamers specifically of just like hey remember those batman games you loved well he's dead now you killed batman and he's like dead. the b team's here to fight um and so like it you know it was it was an uphill battle to get them to get the audience to care about those characters whereas like on the ninja turtle side splinter didn't have like five games that people love yeah exactly. and if they had just killed him off and raf was pissed about it like people wouldn't they'd be like oh that's fine you, and, know, you let's, know let's get out there i will say like story-wise like it's so good about telling the story depending on what character you're playing there's hmm. unique flavors like there's one scene where he plays robin and you go visit penguin he just kicks through the door mm -hmm. and he's like sorry i forgot how to door and like <laughs> it's just totally robin humor but like if you go through his Batgirl, she says something like huh. more kind of like she's like I don't have time to deal with that. I'm here. I need question. I need answer. Like she's more straight to the point mm -hmm. about it. And so like, it's very, gives you that unique flavor depending on who you're playing. Like I've been playing co-op in his world, in Robin's world. And then I go back and replay the investigation solo so I can see the differences. Okay. Um, 
because I, I'm a glutton for punishment and I you also enjoy d- you don't sleep. I do not sleep. You're like I Batman. Slept, you just slept, do all sorts of weird stuff. I slept at night five hours sleep. last night. Well, that's um, some strong role playing. Like, yes. I don't know if I'd go that far. I was out. I was out fighting crime last night. Full Michael Keaton and put on some gravity boots and then play upside down. You know what? I mean, that might have helped me stay awake last night. I want to approach this game as sort of like an arcade beat em up. It is. Is that okay for me? Yes, that is 100 percent the way you should go into this. Um, the combat is a little bit, it's its not as um, flushed out. It's not as tight as the right. Arkham games. There's no parry button, so you have to rely on perfect dodges to get those like really powerful hits. Um, every character has like seven or eight momentum abilities that use like a meter that do things from like extra elemental damage. Uh, Batgirl has like a AOE, like flurry of batterings that just fly out and hit everybody right. in an area. Um but yeah, it's, yeah, that's like, that's like kind of the silly nonsense. I, I just want to go in and just like beat the crap out of a bunch of. Oh yeah, like, sounds like Shredder's Revenge. Yes, which I absolutely loved. <laughs> yes. Which was like amazing. I that game was so much fun. And Max, to your point or, earlier, like that game sold really well and uh, made the company behind it a bunch of money. And I'm really hoping they're looking at that and they're going, okay, yeah, people like the turtles again. We got people these, like turtles. We got Shredder's Revenge and then we got the Cowabunga Collection back to back. And like yeah. we need a big third person action game starring the turtles. Yeah. I have have never seen the IGN audience on site more unified than when a Ninja Turtle article goes live on the site. It's weird, right? It is so weird. Everybody yeah. is super positive. <laughs> Everybody is mm-hmm. super just like, like, just conversational with each other. Everything is positive. And like when we, we did a poll on favorite turtle, it was like almost yeah, perfectly was, was split. I remember that. It was that almost was perfectly yeah. split four like ways. Donatello won, which is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But he's the best turtle. I mean, let's, let's be real. <laughs> I'm, I'm red. I'm, why do you think I wore purple right. today? Um, I'm wearing black, which means I'm depressed, like <laughs> Raphael, who is the best turtle. All right, anyway, speaking of polls, there's a segue. Yeah. Josh, you do a lot of stuff sort of engaging with our social side of things. That's that's your job. And you did a little bit of uh, did a little bit of I actually don't know what you're doing. You have something yeah, here. It's this Pole Station Plus. We got a, we got a new little game show segment okay. we're calling Pole Station Plus. Uh, I get good. It. We had a very heavy brainstorm session about this title, and I'm glad this one came out because it was so good. Were the other ones just that much worse? <laughs> no comment. Uh, so, welcome to our first ever game of Pole Station Woo! Plus. Yeah. All right. uh, our team of IGN staff are going to get tested not on their knowledge of games, but mm-hmm. gamers. Uh-oh. Oh, okay, oh. great. They hate and me. where I get tested on my spreadsheet skills. Uh, when, <laughs> because when I... Uh, you know, sent this Google form out with short answer questions, uh, I learned that my spreadsheet skills are not great. Uh, anyway, <laughs> last week we sent out a Google form on our IGN Twitter. Okay. Uh, we were just like, hey, gamers, uh, fill this out. It's very important. And we got over a thousand answers. Oh okay. So thousand like individual uh, people came in and typed out answers for this. Wow. Uh, Y'all are dedicated. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be a series of mini games. This first one is called Clear the Board. Well, I'll okay. give you a question. All right. You'll try to name any of the top six answers. Uh, we're going to keep going. You're, you're going to keep going until you get one wrong. And if you get one wrong, you'll move on to the next person. Okay. Whoever gets the last answer on the board will get five points. This is that How many stressful? points do we get total? What? You only get know. points if you f- you only get points if you get the last. Oh, and let, whoever you can clear the board. The board. Yeah, right. you might get none, yeah. or you could get a lot. Whoever has the most points at this okay, at the end right. of this whole right. thing, right. uh, <laughs> you'll get you know twenty seconds of uninterrupted hot take. You can just say whatever you want. None of us can interrupt you. That's okay. It. Okay. Final word. All right. 
It's a, a, a good prize. I, oh, I love it. Yeah. I've already got my thing. I've already got my yeah. 20 seconds ready. I, I would prefer like a JPEG of one of the uh, Ape Escape monkeys on a gondola, but that's what oh. I have the PlayStation all yeah. You know, PlayStation Star Wars. Yeah. 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 I, I cash my coins. That'd be for funny. That. Yeah. Like we just took a weird image, and only you get to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be a weird prize. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. uh, first question: If you didn't know that a bandicoot was a real animal, Ooh. which animal would you think Crash Bandicoot was? We'll start with Max. Okay. Rat. Rat. Rats is not one of the top Are six you answers. Me? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, can I go? Yeah. Oh, crap. So there's a there's a store in Germany we go to when we go there for Gamescom, and I always get like a present for my kid there, and it's called uh, the mouse, and it's this orange mouse, and um, oh yeah, the mouse with the show. Yeah, and he's he's friends with like a this, this like weird elephant who's like half asleep, and so I I think he's a ma- I think I would think he's a mouse because I have I have a point of reference in my head for what an orange mouse. mouse looks Just like. Just say mouse. Mouse. Mouse is not one of the top six. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right, step to me to break the streak. What? All right, to me break the streak. There are six answers. <clears throat> are you here. kidding me? I'm gonna go yeah, with. Yeah, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm yeah. gonna go with wolf. Wolf. Wolf is not one of the top Damn six it. answers. All right, fox. Fox is the number one answer. Oh my okay. god. Okay, fifty-three percent of our that audience said fox. I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I didn't go Bandicoot. with Bandicoot. Yes. I don't know why. That's not cheating. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. You can look at Crash Bandicoot. That's not cheating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I can keep going. Can we put a big image of Crash on the background here no, for us? No, don't do that. We don't. We don't need to do that. <laughs> it's technically an Xbox property. Oh, that's okay. true. Max, you still have the board here. Uh, well, I totally see Wolf now that I'm looking at some right? pictures. Squirrel. Of him. I was like, werewolf. Squirrel is not one of the top six answers. What, Brian? All right. Um. Uh, uh, raccoon. <laughs> raccoon is not one of the top six answers. Oh Badger. Badger is not one of the Damn top six. It. Dog. God. Dog is the number three answer. Oh my god, Max. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Uh, cat. Your, your guess is cat? I'm no, sorry. He, he said, said dog. Okay, so <laughs> what's your, what, you have the next guess. Sorry, did we already say wolf? Yes. yes. Wolf. Okay. Um, you, he also yelled dog. It was right. Wolf was right. You can guess it again, was. though. What are they fr- freaking at? Coyote? No, coyote. Well, you know what? I'm going to throw coyote because you guys are doing so bad at this. I'm going to say coyote and dingo are the same thing. Dingo was the number five answer. Yeah, (laughs) coyote ate your infant. (laughs) Apologies to those animals um, for us getting confused. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't know any personally, so I don't really care. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll say narwhal and dolphin is the same too. The number two, number four, and number six answer are still on the board, Max. Uh, Tasmanian Devil. Tasmanian is number two. Oh, wow. wow. Max has got like four. Max is super good. Here we go. I, Max knows his animals. Australian animals is wild. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> we, every night did, before bed. Did we guess cat? Yes. No, we didn't yet. It's still Max's, it's Max's turn. turn. Looks nothing He's got like two more chances How to. Is, oh, you got, you got, you're going to guess cat? Yeah. It is not on the board. All right. <laughs> two answers left. Oh, crap. Oh, my God. I stole your answer. Good luck with that. I know. You stole my wrong answer. Can we pull up like a picture of a bandicoot too? What? Like a sequel to the regular? No, animal? like a ba- bandicoot also. Oh, like a real one. <laughs> bandicoot what also. Is a ba- what does a real bandicoot look like? It looks nothing <laughs> like him. But no, but the whole premise is if we didn't know what a real bandicoot looked oh, like. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Right? Yes. Or if you didn't even know if a bandicoot was real. Oh, did, we, got, did, we get, did we guess squirrel? Yes. Yes. We did, and rabbit? it was wrong. It was we did not, not guess rabbit. Rabbit. No, no rabbit. Mm-hmm. Rabbits have long ears. Hyena. You know, okay, bandicoots aren't guess, Not on the board. Damn How it. How was that a good that guess is, then? That is a really good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think a hyena was a good guess, Max. This is chaos. Animals? Bear? Bear? What? No. Um, I don't know. How many other animals? Think, okay, I'm I gonna, feel like we've because, named all the animals. Yeah, already. I didn't think this would take this long, so I'm going to start giving hints. <laughs> okay. okay. Think small, 
Think okay. uh, long ferret. Close. Weasel. But not. Weasel, okay. yes. But it wasn't your turn. It's Jada's turn. Weasel. Guess weasel. weasel. <laughs> okay, we got it. Jada, you still have the board. Meerkat. Meerkat, no. Damn. Think animal. Think think a <gasps> Oh. That's what a bandicoot Thanks, looks Red, like. Thanks, Red. That's helpful. That <laughs> actually is somewhat helpful. Are you on Britannica? Uh, it's a marsupial. Possum. Wow. No. Did you? Damn, that was my Did Wikipedia guess. block you? Why are you on Britannica? <laughs> all right, all right. There's... <laughs> Oh, we got a real Rockefeller over here. Look at that. Spending money on Britannica. <laughs> All right. One answer left, Brian. Uh, what was the clue? The, the a, clue it, is... people think a bandicoot There's already a video game character that is this animal. Ask that, that. Tanuki. No. Not a Tanuki. Video game about an animal. We got to like go this. fast. The segment's uh, almost over. I don't know, cow. Oh, got to go fast. Got to go fast. No. Hedgehog. 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 You said... I said cow, so I'm go ahead, Max. Max, Max gets, gets the, the point. point. All right. Gosh darn it. So Max had a lot of points there, and we got none. I well, think? he just gets five. He just gets five because oh, he got the he, final one. Yeah, it's where yeah. gets the final takes all. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. So it seems it seems stupid to uh, to work that hard. Then. We do not know animals, guys. <laughs> okay. You know? Or we don't know people. Yeah. You we guys. Know, we, I don't too. think we, we don't know, either, know the really. gamers very I mean, well. All right. Um. Okay. Yeah. We. I thought I knew animals. Great. I want to do one more. Yeah. Another one. All right. Because that was one for us. Uh, let's say GTA has taken place in fictionalized versions of real-life cities like L.A., Miami, New York City. Which other American city would you want to see a GTA game set in? Max, we'll go to you first. Chicago. Chicago is number one, 22%. All right. Uh, New Orleans? New Orleans is not on here. I would also want to see mm -hmm. a game set in Check New Orleans. Check out Mafia 3. It's, yeah. just, yep. it's just like GTA, but not... <laughs> and these are U.S. based cities, right? Yes, said, these are, okay. we are restricted to U, the U.S. Brian, wait, hold on. Um, what do you call it? The uh, lower forty-eight, like continental United States, or? Yes, we are going with. Well, actually, I just said the U.S. So this is up to the gamers. Do you think gamers will go outside of the continental U.S.? No, I don't think so. All right, either. Brian, what is your guess? Austin. Austin, good guess, but not on here. I would what? like to see one in Austin. Check out Saints Row 2022. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should tell. Yeah, I think all these gamers already knew that. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's why they didn't even ask. Let's go Detroit. Detroit, number three. Nice. A lot of wow. answers that were also added in there were Detroit. It's already like GTA. Uh, <laughs> Matt, or Jada, still on the board for you. Um, okay, let's. Oh my God. Let's do um, Seattle. Seattle, number four. Okay. Nice. Uh, let's Check out Infamous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Max. I love it. Um, let's do um, Denver. Denver, not on here. <laughs> wow. wow. Denver. Check out Steep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Max, back to you. Things to do in Denver when you have five stars. Um, <laughs> got three cities left. Houston? Good no, map. not on here. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, San Francisco. San Francisco, number six. That's right. I got right. one on the board. Wait, today. that's not fair. That's totally in. That's in. Was it stuff that hasn't been done in GTA? Yeah. Yeah. Not that's Watch Dogs. In, that's San Fierro. You're supposed to say, go play Watch Dogs too. I, I'm, it's already, there's, there's San Francisco and San, and San Andreas. It's, well, they, they got it's the heralds and everything. Oh, that's true, huh? Bunch yeah. of fake gamers in our polls. <laughs> Why don't you take it up Go play course. San Andreas and also so we Watch got, Dogs, wait, too. We've got tw two answers left? Yeah. Okay. Here's a map of the U.S. to look at to help you. I uh, like that Red zooming in on completely different parts of it. San Diego. Yeah. Wait, I think it's Brian's. Brian's still, oh. he got two answers San left San Diego. <laughs> it's not on here. <laughs> um, uh, Nashville. 
Nashville not on here. Wow. That would have been great. Yeah. Here's, you know, here's some country music. <laughs> it's the, the number two answer and the number five answer still here. Washington, D.C. Number five. Yeah. Wow. yeah I would honestly be scared of a GTA game that took place in D.C. I would too. All right. Yeah. Uh, Maine. <laughs> we kind of had one of the January state of six. Maine. Yes. <laughs> the state of Maine? Not on here. Banger Maine? <laughs> Our gamers knew that Maine was a state and Ooh, not a city. Got, oh, great job. Giving them a lot of credit. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got, right. I've got Most my people next don't two. know Maine okay. isn't, a, isn't a city. Cheer up, Brian. Um, are there other cities? There are. There I think some. we named them all. <laughs> um, There's at least two more I've got. Uh, rat. Rat. Rat City, <laughs> not on here. New Jersey. No, Jersey. not the state. It's a whole state. What? Oh wait, wait, sorry. Why yeah, I know what a state, a <laughs> state or a city. I don't know why I said that. New Jer- I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> so it's so small. It's basically it a city. Uh, Honolulu. No, not no. Honolulu. Definitely not. Think of a fun, fun, fun city. Oh, Brian, mine is Vegas, baby. Vegas. Oh my baby. god. And go. GTA also did that. Yep. Didn't it? You, the, we're, we're talking about gamers here. Oh, the, fake, the fake gamers. <laughs> fake gamers. <laughs> fake gamers. Just because there's like one corner of one part of GTA that has a little bit it's of It's like Vegas. a third of the game. You're a third of a game. <laughs> okay. Because we have a tie break, Max and Brian, you both got five points. Okay. We'll do a quick tiebreaker question. Great. Okay. Whoever okay. picks a more popular answer first uh, will win it here. Let's see. Uh, if a PlayStation game asked you to press the button for a light attack without telling you which one it was, which one would you press first? Square. R1. The answer is square. Top answer. Second answer was R1. Brian, you win. Yes. You get to give Damn. an un- uninterrupted hot take. Go ahead. Okay. Um, for uh, all of my life, I've known that... Uh, you have 15 seconds. New Jersey is a state and not a city. It's a great state. It's the Garden State. We sometimes call it the garbage state because it doesn't smell great all the time. But it's really good. There's swamps and bagels and and at least the second best pizza in the tri-state There's area. There's swamps? Oh, yeah. The Meadowlands, man. That's a whole, like, a swamp. All right. Sport. And we cannot fight you on this. That's it. You are... I feel like over. that was thinly veiled against me because I said New Jersey wow. is a city. I was de- very much explaining that the <laughs> audience... <laughs> Jersey, Jersey's a city. There's Jersey City, right? There is Jersey City. Okay, that's is, what I mixed up. Said, I said New Jersey. Just straight yeah. up said New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, that's what I messed up. Which would make sense if there was, like, York City, but there's... I mean, there is. And that's right. Anyway. We have a um, devil. His name's the Jersey Devil. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for playing, guys. Yeah. I don't know where to go from that. Speaking of mythological deities, uh, we've all been playing God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Sorry if you sat through that show and you're currently mad at us for not getting to that sooner. Um, We asked you to submit a bunch of questions about God of War Ragnarok based on what we've played of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe we can only talk about the first five hours, but we also are going to be extremely sensitive about spoilers. Yeah, we don't want to spoil anything. Um, Yeah, Jada, what do we got? So... uh, I put out a poll over the weekend to our Facebook Beyond group. So for our listeners out there, if you aren't there, get in there because I'm going to be doing polls and questions like that and getting your input, answering your questions. Uh, first question we have comes from Michael Ham. How much time has passed since the previous game? Um, three years. That's actually official info that's out there, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so three years have passed uh, since you, Atreus is a little bit older. Mm-hmm. You notice some... it almost immediately in his voice. Yes. Which yes. there was that behind-the-scenes stuff about how they had to modulate his voice because he, in the real-life actor went through basically... Through puberty. Through puberty during yep. the recording sessions. Yeah. 
Uh, not, so, not in the in the middle of the recording sessions. But yeah, I can them. kind of hear it sometimes. Honestly, like yeah. there are parts of the game where I'm like, oh, his voice <clears throat> is like kind of off. Mm-hmm. Like if I wasn't, if I didn't know that fact, I feel like I wouldn't have noticed. And the right. performance yeah. is still fine. The performance yeah, no, is the great, performance but is you can fine. definitely yeah. hear some of the slight different pitches sometimes. Yeah, um, and yeah. they said they messed with it a little bit. Um, I just saw that actually last night um, from our B roll. Um, our next question comes from Patrick Landry. With the first game being such a masterpiece in terms of both visuals and gameplay, does Ragnarok feel more like an expansion or a real sequel with evolution? Uh, you and I were... Uh, actually, I was talking about this with uh, Rebecca Valentine here at IGN earlier this morning about like what what really constitutes a sequel for people. Like, got this the, orig- the, the original God of War franchise kind of ran its course, uh, also very beloved, but then it got rebooted in 2018 in a way like we hadn't seen a video game reboot in quite some time. This is a sequel to that reboot. This is not that massive shift the same time around, but it's also like pretty comfortable right and i was saying that like it is missing the new car smell a little bit and you told me well hold on brian like it does get to that stuff so yeah yes there is definitely some elements i will say i am like 70 hours in right now i didn't even know you could 70 do that hours in okay yeah um i'm doing a completionist run for those who are asking um or wondering why i'm like haven't finished it yet um but yes it has just been running in, into a, the tree at the beginning of the map and hasn't figured out how to turn around i am, <laughs> I, I i will knock that tree down <laughs> I, I will destroy that tree grind it to a pulp um you know gotta <laughs> test mean, those, those ps5 <laughs> abilities i was kind of amazed at how much it feels like it it picked up picked up where the other one leaves off yeah Mm -hmm. like um i guess i was not expecting to be like a a total like you know standalone story or anything it's obviously continuing stuff introduced in the the first game but it's it feels immediate like Mm -hmm. three years Mm might have passed but it's still very much like oh they're they're like still rooted in that and i i think because of that mechanically it kind of follows suit also the fact that it's uh you know, it's PS4 compatible, which yeah. is, you know, bittersweet. Like, more people get to play it, but at the same time, uh, it isn't this massive technical leap you might expect if it was a PS5 exclusive. Yeah. yeah. I will say there are a lot of gameplay elements that have evolved um, mm-hmm. and feel like a very nice evolution. It doesn't yes. feel like a sequel, like, where it, you're getting the same skill trees and stuff like that. Those have evolved. Those have changed. There's new things to do in combat. Um, that in, intangible game feel thing we're always talking yes. about is... is glorious here like yes. there are moments where it's just gels and feels awesome mm-hmm. yeah that said max did mention like you know it you know it, it it picks up where the last game left off but there's some time in between there's a, a like basically a recap video on the title screen of this game um it's not very well done no it's like it's <laughs> I, I like not to throw shade because the rest of the game is but it's it's like kratos looking into a fire and it's just like really blurry it's got the sepia tone over all the footage just like i i think probably ign or uh, mm-hmm. you know a, a bunch of people have a done bunch it. of people have done recaps I, of the first game watch one of those yeah instead. if you if you want to get it like i thought i remembered more than i did and mm-hmm. i i was telling myself i was going to replay it but I, I didn't get around to jumping back into it but like yep. it very much is you owe it to yourself to get a refresher before jumping into this so keep that in mind before starting it up when you mm-hmm. sit down on release day and you're like i want to do this yeah um so a question from james benjamin boys story i think i said that right if i didn't i'm apologize no Um, this game comes out in a decidedly different landscape than 2018's god of war any signs that the game exists in a post elden ring or post ac valhalla ecosystem well or does the game ignore recent releases and hew to its own successful formula let's let's throw a little respect on uh the original god of war's name or not the original the 2018 version because that went head to head with a little open world video game called red dead and Mm -hmm. that revolutionized open world games in a lot of ways it also 
was slower than GTA 5, so I don't think it connected with people in the same way. But it was massive. That was a huge game. And God of War basically went on to win Game of the Year in, in, in most places. I know specifically IGN, we, like, that was a debate, right? We had those conversations, but, like, we went with God of War. Um, will that happen with Elden Ring this time around? I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask for that because, like, Elden mm-hmm. Ring is, like, that, that might end up being my favorite game this generation. I will say if you've been playing a ton of Elden Ring, you may have the wrong kind of muscle memory. But oh, luckily God. Yeah, yeah, I was awful at like yeah. God of War. When I first picked it up, I was mm. like, dodge, you, dodge. You, I, why is the dodge not did working? You swap? Oh, right. Sorry? Did you swap the controls? No, I just like forced my thumb okay. to like move back yeah. to the right spot. Oh, there, there, are, there are some yeah. phenomenal like accessibility options. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can remap everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, making it so that circle is dodge did me some favors because I was just like so a lot of there. So I came, I started God of War off of playing Tales of Arise, which dodge button is R two, mm-hmm. and all the combos are on the square, <laughs> triangle, and X button and circle, um, wow. and then went to Gotham Knights where the dodge button is circle. And then switch to God of War, where my dodge button was X. Yeah. Oh. So my buttons have been all messed up. I can't tell you how many times. The first fight, going back when I was stopping and starting between the different games, was just horrendous. I was dying in the yeah. first fight ever, every time. You ever played PS5 for a week and then like loaded a Switch game and just accidentally oh, backed out of everything oh, that you're trying to every do? Every single time. <laughs> every Everyone gets single to, time. Get, get all the yeah. console manufacturers and bring Steam there, too, <laughs> on a vacation and just sort that out. Where get does everybody... the X button live? Hmm? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, there is an option to just, I mean, to swap... <laughs> X and circle and I highly yep. recommend doing that mm-hmm. if you yep. you know you know like the PlayStation in like Asian countries the circle is like the X it, button yep. really yeah mm-hmm. because yeah, to make it more sense. consistent with right. like Nintendo's like button mapping like, yeah I think that because it's like circle no yeah like it's exactly sort of, yeah. yes. for some reason yep. the Western world was like no. Well, remember, like, go. when you started playing Breath of the Wild and, like, the top button is jump? Yes. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, because yeah. you go up. That makes sense. Yeah. But my brain was also like, it's never up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's never up yeah. there. That's what yeah. they wanted the triangle to be because it's pointing up. Yeah. Right. Yep. Get up there. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're answering these questions very well. Uh, I think we're doing great. Uh, Kevin Jackson, have any controls changed since the original a la Spider-Man PS4 to Miles Morales PS5? I think Ooh. when you're talking about controls, I think he's not talking about, like, being able like buttons moving around mm-hmm. but more of like uh combat abilities yes mm. um the triangle button is oh, specifically yeah. changed um in the previous god of war triangle was purely meant for switching to your axe calling back your axe now it has special effects depending on which weapon that you are wielding if mm-hmm. you're wielding the leviathan axe you holding hold triangle it. will frost will charge mm-hmm. the axe with frost um adding it different effects giving uh different uh, moves um and it's the same thing with the blades of chaos it will you'll base you mash the triangle button Button, and he whips the chains um and which do damage and, and it then looks so cool it it's looks very, so cool it's very good it's and very good. if you get a specific um pommel for those blades of chaos it will actually repel uh ranged projectiles automatically for you Whoa. so keep an eye out for that one yeah um that you shot. didn't yeah the, i also like i didn't know what those things did right mm-hmm. they didn't really explain these new things well and i was like was this in the last game like i don't think so and there's mm-hmm. also like the permafrost effect mm-hmm. as well that i didn't notice for like 15 hours into this mm-hmm. game and then i looked down one day it was like l1 pre- plus triangle so right. it now yeah. and i was like what yeah <laughs> so permafrost and the uh i forget what the, the emulation like, emulation is, yeah those were in the previous game oh they were in there um it just was uh it wasn't used as much mm, as okay. it is in this one there, it's a lot more of they, a they throw here. a lot at you yes. yeah which is i guess preferable to that kind of nonsense where it's like that metroidvania approach where they're like you lost all your things better learn how to use things again like yeah it's, yeah. it's kind of mm. like there's a little bit of like some refresher stuff in there but it 
it's nice that it's sort of like, oh, like the crap you had at the end of the last game is there with some it, added. It feels like you could go through on because you can like kind of enable and disable skills on your skill mm -hmm. tree. So it feels like you could theoretically run through this game several different times with completely not necessarily like different loadouts like you could with something like Elden Ring, where all of a sudden you're like, I'm a wizard and I never walk in a building. I kill everyone with lightning from 100 miles away. Um, but there is a lot more combat options now. And it's kind of on you to get out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. and figure out what you like and experiment with those because otherwise yeah you could just axe everybody or chain everybody through the whole game and theoretically get through it especially on some of the softer difficulties but like if you're playing on a tougher difficulty like you're going to want to get out of your comfort zone and play with different styles you have to on god of war difficulty you have to utilize everything, everything. at your disposal especially i'm doing some of the end game boss fights now and don't talk about them That's i'm not talking about no, them you can't say it but you should even say you played them you i'm just saying i'm playing rules. them you need but to get yes all in trouble um, so back to our questions. Uh, let's see. We have Kevin Garaventa. A lot of Kevin's asking questions in the PlayStation Beyond group. Are you playing on PS4 or PS5? I think we're all playing PS5. Mm -hmm. um, if it's PS5, have you noticed any hidden loading sequences like crawling through a tight space or waiting for a door to open? There are many. Yes. So many. I don't. So I don't know. I, I don't think any of us can speak to the exact technical reasons are there because I've seen a lot of discussion about this. Sometimes it's basically to valve players through smaller areas to bring them to a bigger area for like that wow factor. Other times it is to mask a loading screen. Like the original mm -hmm. Metroid Prime had a thing where you would like shoot, you know, the your, doors. your doors and it would just not open. And you'd be like, is the door broken? And it was like, the game's loading. Just give me a minute. Yep. Um, but there are a lot. There's just there's several even in the first half hour of this game where you're crawling through a tight tunnel. Yeah. And that, it continues. Um I will say that it does, um, it's another uh, reason they have that is to lower the load on your console so that right. it's not, you're not processing everything that is behind you. Mm -hmm. When you crawl through that tunnel, squeeze through that crack, it stops loading all the stuff behind you because mm -hmm. it doesn't need to use memory on that stuff anymore. So that's yeah. a game development thing. I mean, it's one of those tool. things that is a reminder that you're playing a PS4 game still. Mm -hmm. I would say it's completely negligible as far as how much time it spends on it in PS5. Yeah. Like yeah. It's just kinda, you just kind of trudge through it. You know? I will say the loading is a little bit longer than I expected. Um, it's not bad, um, but it is a little bit longer than I was hoping for mm -hmm. with this one. Um, yeah. So I was really scared. Like I went through a door, like a big door at some point. I was like, oh, wait, there was a thing I wanted to collect back there. And I turned around. I was like, oh, he's going to have to like do this whole animation and like unlock it. But he just opened it up again. I was like, <laughs> Oh, okay, this is fine. That's like, awesome. I can bear yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Brennan Bova, did they do anything really cool with controller haptics? We were all talking about this before we started. <sighs> we're like, kind of like, it, it's it's nothing that blew us away, yeah. but it does some like some nice kind of gimmicky stuff with it's, it with the haptics. It's like all it's, pretty rock solid. None of it so far for me, and I'm probably like ten or twelve hours in. Feels like on the level of something like Astrobot. Or Returnal, or yeah. you know, or like Ratchet, or Ratchet. yeah. Ratchet like Re Returnal had like different guns, had different vibration mm -hmm. feels. It was different mm -hmm. force fe uh, pushback on like on the triggers and stuff like that. There's a little bit of that stuff here, but like it doesn't feel like it's oh, it's you know, you can feel rain or snow. It's or, cosmetic haptics. Yeah. And again, yeah. this is still a PS4 game, and mm -hmm. so they they can't have like stuff that is dependent on the haptics to do anything. Like yep. it's sort of it's still got to be. You I know. think also making things dependent on the haptics is also like an accessibility thing. Like yeah, if you soon start doing it, anybody who has motor skills or issues like that can come to play and can really affect somebody's enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. That said, I think like it would have been cool if they did a little bit more with like, you know, the this the, the haptic specifically for people who want to turn those things on. Yep. Um, I know it's gimmicky and it'll waste the battery and stuff like that. But the PS4 or PS5 battery is is going to be 
dog crap no matter what you do. So, you know, might as well let me feel the rain and the waves and stuff like that. And it, there's not a ton of that so far. Uh, coming down to the last couple questions, Nicole Ger Garber, does Kratos seem more friendly towards Atreus in the early game, or is he sticking with his boy ways he, of yore? He does the thing that a lot of like quiet, stoic fathers do now, mm -hmm. where when he doesn't say anything, it's good. Yes. You know, yeah. like Atreus will say something and Kratos will go, <clears throat> and you're like, oh, that's, I think that's approval. Yes. Like, thanks, that's Dad. I love you too. He loves him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, I will say in that first couple, the first couple hours, I felt a little bit of emotion in, in a couple of the dialogues. It wasn't like ham-fisted, uh, whatever, hand over fist. I don't know. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like totally overt. Um, but there was like, if you really kind of like are in that mindset of enjoying this story of a father and his son, like you can kind of pick uh -huh. up yeah. on those tones. So like I said, it's been a minute since I played the last one. And I did that thing where I, I think I became sort of almost like tactically jaded where I was like, this was voted by our readers as the greatest game ever made. I don't want to have too high expectations for Ragnarok. I'm sure I'll like it. Jumping back into it, I was immediately slapped in the face with how well written these games are. Yeah, like yeah. it's just the most. And it's and again, it's stuff that's it's hard to quantify because it's it's very subtle nuance. But it's yes. just like the the performances are so good and the writing is so good and it's mm -hmm. just you know it still has like occasional video gamey nonsense in there. But like when it's when it's running on all cylinders, it's like okay, that's right. That's why we're excited yeah. for this. That's like, why that's why we give a shit. I'll, and it's just, I'll, I'll put it this way. The, like the, the, the last game in 2018 began immediately after Kratos had lost his wife and Atreus had lost their mother, or her mother, uh, his mother. And, and Kratos had to bury his wife. She was, he was angry. He was this like unchecked ball of rage and he's still pissed off. He's still the God of war. He still uses fire chains and an ax and he kills people and screws, you know, destroy rips heads off. It's so violent as hell. It's so much fun, but he is not that raw and vulnerable. Like when you caught him then, especially not to his own son, they have mm -hmm. built up a little bit of a relationship. This story feels a little bit more like a coming of age story for Atreus. And it doesn't really feel like, you know, Thor, Thor, you know, Thor is there and there's other bad guys and stuff like that. But Kratos definitely feels like, okay, I'm still grieving. There's still that part of me, but I'm not ready to like tear into my son for every single thing he screws up. Yeah. Their, their it, relationship is, is palpably different from the yeah. first one. Yeah. Yes. It's like that difference of raising like a little kid and now like a teenager. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you definitely see that dynamic shift uh, mm -hmm. pretty early. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. We got Lucas Stone. Do you feel, do the environments feel more open than the first? Um, based on the early portions of the game, you'll, you will know what to expect is what I will say. You, I, yeah. I don't yeah. think I was ever surprised about, but it, it did it ever open up more than the first game. I don't think like, so. right. like yeah. Midgard, obviously when, when you're, you know, you get onto the Lake of the nine in the, in 2018, um, Scott of War, like that's where it really opens up and mm -hmm. it feels very open. Um, but even there, some of the areas feel a little bit kind of closed off. I will say, I feel like each of the branching paths, even in the this the earlier portions of the game, do feel like they go a little bit deeper and there's a mm -hmm. little bit more rewards and stuff there. So it is a still like valuable. To, it's more valuable to go and do that it's, side stuff. Yeah. It's not suddenly op an open world game. Yes, no. like yeah, I remember playing no. the first one and being like, this is like there are parts where it's extremely wide linear, yeah. but mm -hmm. just shy of being an open world game. And it's not like they suddenly like use the jump into next gen and to like make it wide open like it's very yeah. much very similar i do get the sense that this is like i'm i'm very early still and we're not supposed to say anything too deep in the game but i get the sense that it's bigger in scale maybe in terms of just like number of areas like it's, it yeah. feels like it's sort of the beginning of a, of a bigger like i mean the first one they're like 
we're gonna go up that mountain. And they wind up going a little bit off the beaten path along the way, but like it's very much, it feels more contained. This is kind of like out the gate. It's like, all right, let's, we're gonna hit the road. This I, is- I will say that like you do golden path this game for the first few hours and then it starts to give you some options. Um, and it's up to you to take those. But one of the first, uh, I guess first one or two of those turned into like really cool, really interesting, just like visually impressive and just mm-hmm. like, just really fun cool adventures and within those side areas were alternate or or additional tinier areas that you could go and find treasure chests and stuff like that like almost every area you're in has like a little side path that at the very least has a small thread you can pull on that might just lead to like you know some stuff to pick up or a treasure chest to open and others lead to like whole other things that do show up in your um think about when you're playing like a gta game or something like that you've got Mm -hmm. your main quests and then there's side quests and like this this game does give you those options eventually as well. I the the side quests too are really great just because like you guys know me I play games when I'm playing games I usually have my on my other TV I'm watching a movie watching a TV show trying to catch up on something I can't do that with God of War mm-hmm. because it is so good the writing is just so stellar that I give I want to dedicate a hundred percent of my focus and attention to it um, and I don't do that for many games and so this is one of those games where I'm like so just drawn in from the story beats the writing from even just like the little side characters when you just like go up and talk to Brock or Sendry and you hit triangle and they give you stuff. The dialogue is just, it's immaculate. It's mm-hmm. just ah, kudos to the writers at Sony Santa Monica. I will say though, on the topic of like side quests and stuff, it does break a little bit of like narrative immersion for me because Kratos as a character is a guy who doesn't want to do any bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and then these side quests <laughs> pop up, you have chess off to the side mm-hmm. and you're like, I have to do bullshit. And yeah. so, like, he does love to smash stuff, though. Right, yeah. He's like, not he's getting, like, a box cutter and, like, uh, carefully. Yeah, but he's still sliding open a coffin, you know? He's not smashing the roof of it open. In terms of, like, like, there's always that immersion breaking that happens with open world games, yes. especially mm-hmm. where, like, I remember in, like, Zelda, right? Breath of the right. Wild. You're like, I save the princess and stop the evil Ganon, but I also could collect, like, 400 right. turns, right. right? It's this yep. really weird balance yeah. in open world that I, I don't know if I've ever really seen anybody, like, nail it yet yet like well i know red dead 2 also had this issue for me the god of wars credit i think that like this game and the last game like the main purpose of the story and i I don't know exactly where this one is going yet but in the first game like we have to spread our mother's ashes on a mountain right there wasn't any like very distinct urgency to that that was like we should get around to doing this but like she's not getting any younger so it doesn't really matter right right and in this game like there there's conflicts and there's obviously threats and there's things that you have to deal with but there's also like like there are characters that are like, oh, we don't have to really worry about this just yet. So if you want to go do this, you can go do that. Yeah. So this game is a little bit better about stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm also totally with you. Like th- this happens in every game. Like if yes. you want to golden path it and get to the end, sure. But like there's alternate stuff here, and your brain has to kind of say like, let's not think too hard about how I spent like five hours this afternoon like climbing up a, a hill to open up a treasure chest because like somebody really needs me in the opposite direction. Right. Nice. Right. I mean, it's not like I would say that's a negative point for the game it's just one of these things for open world games that i wish was more ingrained like organically yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, right. open world games are completely antithetical to telling a story and yep. god of war walks yeah. an interesting line where it's like it's walking a line but there's some little branching points where yeah. you can yeah. go off on the side yeah. I, uh, you mentioned hills i blew past this earlier we got some news about silent hill we're gonna talk about god of war more in a second but silent hill 2 is getting a remake from team bloober silent hill f is getting from the resident evil reverse team silent hill townfall is coming from Annapurna and No Code. No one knows what that is. And then Christoph Gans is directing uh, the silent Return to Silent Hill movie. He did the, the first movie, so that's a thing. Now, 
I don't want to skip over that entirely. Also, Garfield Lasagna Party is coming out on November 15th on Carnage. Garfield! Yeah! Dark Horse Game of the Year contender. Let's go make some pizzas and lasagna. Speaking of dark, Josh, you found an interesting tidbit about Garfield that none of us knew. We really don't need to do this right now. I think we should definitely do this I think we're actually short on time. We don't... Okay, fine. What is it? Real quick. Uh, Garfield's mom? Or where... Yeah, Garfield's mom is named Garfield's mother. That's her name in the Garfield universe. And Garfield was born Mm -hmm. in an... Italian restaurant. Yep. So that explains his love for in the lasagna. great city of New Jersey. No one needs yes. that in the great That's, city of New Jersey. I don't like that one bit. All right. Now, speaking of God of War, we had a terrible idea, which is to pitch the next God of War reboot using the the God of Wheel, I guess. World of War. I don't know what we're calling it. I wrote World of War. God of World. Here. Um, yeah, so we have a we have a Do wheel we have here there? to spin. We have a bunch of different Video game genres here. Mm-hmm. And okay. I did a child's you, drawing you, you, of Kratos. It's a good there. picture of Kratos. Thank I like you. I have about eight seconds. Cool. Sit on a post-it note. Yeah. It kind of looks like the Joker from far away. I don't mm-hmm. like that. But uh, we're going to spin this wheel, and we're going to have to basically pitch the next God of War within the confines of this Okay. We're going to we're gonna split into teams of two for this one. Are we? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's that's, that's okay. the idea. You want to just do this side of the table versus yeah, that side? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you spin yeah. first, Max. Okay. Oh, it's hypnot- it, like a, It's get- a really nice wheel. Oh, yeah. If you want a wheel like this, you can buy them on the computer. $38 Amazon Survival Prime. Horror. Survival Speaking horror. of horror games. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, okay. Um, so what do we think? It's got to be third person continues that, right? We had to up, up the uh, difficulty a lot. Mortal. Um, He's immortal. He's not a god anymore. Ooh, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. Um, and the the the... The, the flames and stuff like that that come from his chains are based on like a, a collectible fluid. It's a finite resource that he has to get more of. It's not infinite. And so he goes out there, he finds some of the like scariest villains of the game, some of the scariest creatures in the game, um, and he runs out of resources quickly and he can be killed very easily. And um, the game starts with his son getting murdered. That's a, that's a lot. That's dark. Yeah. Wow. I love horror games, man. Like I, don't th- I don't think you can have like a survival <laughs> horror game with someone who's still a god. I think you have to completely yeah. strip. Yeah. Maybe maybe you do like mm-hmm. an. Uh, I agree. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you you diverge a little bit, and it's uh it's Prometheus, and you're stealing fire from the gods, mm-hmm. and it's still there's still gods, and there's still war in there, but it's uh, I don't know. Okay. You, you know you 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 go a little bit far cry with the with the god of war name. It's maybe not specifically referring to Kratos. You're just expanding that universe and exploring the pantheon of mythology and video well, games. And we'll be team Kratos. You guys are, are team Atreus. Sounds good. All right. Okay. okay. Uh, You're up. All right. You want to spin? I'll spin it. Here so we go. keep in mind we have community choices. I grabbed a couple community options. So let's I see kept if we telling everyone to put bankrupt on here like Wheel of Fortune, but we, no I one did. listened to me. Community choice. Oh, oh good. Right. Wow. Yes. Good time. Right. Okay. So we the didn't community plan that the wheel did. Wow. One of the community choices I got this one is a match three dating sim. <laughs> this got a fun one. This Survival is going to be. Uh, this is going to take place between God of War 2018 and God of War Ragnarok. Okay. It's the story of Kratos coming to the Norse world mm-hmm. and his journey of meeting Faye. So he's wow. going to be matching all these different gems and stuff. And so it's going to be, it's going to be cool. <laughs> P.O. Pop. It's going to be Tetris. It's going to be Luminous. It's going to be all these Crush. great games. It's going to be them matching everything together. He's going to be, uh, as he's going through, he's going to be fighting people in battles on the other side of their match three uh, things. Is he trying to, to design a, a ring? Like he's trying to des- arrange the stones. So, the, so, so, ins- yeah, so yeah. inside. He has to forge a ring. So inside You're on the opposite of, team. I shouldn't be. So inside <laughs> of the uh inside of the uh the block you'll have things that are very characteristic so you have like gorgon eyes uh you're gonna have uh you know the heads of medusas you'll have uh you know at the start of the game when you're because he's still coming out of his own way minotaur horns when when kratos clears the screen what does he say uh he says boy 
boy. Uh, there is no boy yet. Boy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no uh, he says. Uh, he says. Or girl. <laughs> <laughs> he says. He says. He's. He just. He just shouts Zeus. He just right. shouts Zeus. Um. And so. Boy, and, it, and, it, and it all concludes. It all concludes with him. Lady. Meet, it all concludes with him meeting Faye and their journey of, of becoming love. And the final episode. Is, the final level is them. Uh, conceiving uh, Atreus. Oh my God! And it's Whoa. off. It's shown off screen. This is not unseen. This is not. Has, oh. This is yeah. happened, like a throwback. Throwback, throwback to, the to the old, old God of War games, okay. where you have to like match the right symbol based on off-screen imagery, and and then it. You know, if you're successful, Atreus is born, and we get God of War 2018. And you get, okay. Boy, I want to say that they won because they had a much harder assignment and they crushed it. And ours was like well, pretty. I will also say she knew what this was already. She I knew, know. She yeah. knew it was so, going to be a match three. One? Can we do yeah. one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do one more. She had, you had this like in that the chamber, one. like it was ready to go. Okay, this one we can all workshop together. This is also dating. It's also dating. I'm, I'm done with dating. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I'm engaged. Or? I don't want to date anymore. This community, community choice. choice again. All right, I, I've got another There's one. There's another community yeah, choice. Yeah, I've got another okay. one. They've got too much power. So, <laughs> uh, overly dramatic musical. Oh my god, I hate what, those. What does that mean? Is that, wait, is there any genre of game that is an overly dramatic musical? So there was a PS2 game, uh, there was the Nightmare Before Christmas PS2 game, which was all <laughs> musical, and it was like very quick button, quick, uh, quick time in Wonderland was an overly dramatic musical. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, you could also, there's also like the, you know, theater rhythm games that were like the Final Fantasy, which are all touch. Okay. You've got yep. Trombone Champ that just came out recently. I'd sure. say that's kind of like overly <laughs> that dramatic. That is overly dramatic, yeah. <laughs> um, Tomboy Champ. Tomboy <laughs> Champ. I, okay, okay. Um, Again, I think that we need to look at the larger pantheon. Yes. It doesn't have to be the god of war. It could be the god of music, and it's Apollo. There you you go. have to go yes. around, and you have to be like the you have to find muses, or you have to. Didn't he have like have a bunch of muses or something? I don't know. Maybe it's a it's a it's a karaoke game. You know, PlayStation has had their their sing. They sing it. Maybe what he's a pin- he's a god of, god of war lit, sir. Take- <laughs> he's playing the- <laughs> god of war lit, sir. Somebody Photoshop that for me. Uh, the god but of yeah. orchestra. No, I, I think that god of orchestra. Take Disney's Hercules uh-huh. and then make everything in it look scarier and more violent. Do I have to ship it? That's just yeah. put some button cues yeah, on the musical yeah. numbers. There a gritty Hercules it. video game reboot. Yeah, there yeah. We go. yeah. And then add who and the guy with the key sword, and you have poop? Kingdom Hearts. Oh, oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not poop. Winnie Pooh. Okay. Uh, Blood and honey. Well, I think we did it. I think we made another show. Uh, that was that was the God of Wheel. I think I don't know what we're God calling it. God, God of World. World. We don't have to make it. It doesn't always have to be God of War theme, but obviously God of War is on the way, and we're very excited about it. We have lots to talk about. Yeah, we'll put other heads up there. <laughs> currently, we legally cannot tell you that much more about God of War, so we decided to get stupid and have fun with it. Uh, I hope you enjoy us getting stupid and having fun because we have been instructed to do more of that in the coming days of the future. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. That was a weird way of phrasing it. The coming days of the future? <laughs> X-Men, the coming days of the future. <laughs> coming soon. Okay. Are you describing um, weeks? <laughs> yes. Okay. Every seven days, we will be having, having another week. I don't know. Anyway, we're doing this again next week. Uh, well, I don't know what happens next week. More games come out, probably. It's actually a busy time. Uh, we're all very excited. We've got a uh, hot embargo for the Garfield lasagna party. We're going <laughs> to Telling you about the first three hours oh, of the game, fresh but out of the oven. Past that, no spoilers. Nah. Just the um, top three layers of the lasag. Mm. The lasag. <laughs> we got a lasag off. Uh, Josh, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, I guess. Do Josh. 
There it is. Mm-hmm. Do Josh. Do the right thing. Uh, and of course, you you do a bunch of stuff for IG and social stuff. So yes. go follow IG yeah. on Snapchat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram, TikTok, all that yeah. stuff. All those videos on yeah. social. And uh, Jada, you've got some stuff coming up on the IGN community side of things. Yeah. So right now we're running a best video game ever, a uh, best horror video game Bloodborne. ever. Uh, Bloodborne. Face off. Um, I purposely left it off the poll. Um, I'm kidding. It's in the poll. It's in the poll. <laughs> um, so go to IGN.com. Uh, it should be up on our homepage just uh, for best horror game. Uh, face off and vote to your heart's content to uh you know put resident evil 4 as the best horror game ever maybe that's right it's a pretty good one yeah it's a good uh, one. when i'm not on ign you can catch me waiting tables and washing dishes at the uh restaurant the italian restaurant that garfield was born in um there's a huge stain on the floor <laughs> I'm trying to get it out for about 40 years now it's horrible and it stinks but come on down we've got a great fettuccine there's no way that it wasn't just an olive garden <laughs> It's like a, yeah, no, it's totally the yeah, no, it's in somewhere the, the like the least Italian state. I don't know. When what you're that is. here, you're pregnant. <laughs> it's, in, it's, in, it's in Denver. When you're um, here, your cat is starting a family. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank you for watching this episode of Beyond or listening, whichever. Um, obviously, you have suggestions for stuff we could do or do differently or not do at all. Let us know in the comments or write into beyond.ign.com. Um, yeah, I've, uh, check out the video that I put up every month. It is the biggest video games of the month. It's the biggest game releases. I don't, we put it up on one of these channels, and I just talk about all the games that are coming out, including Garfield Lasagna Party. So go Woo! check that out. We'll be back in a week. Thank you for joining us. We love you very much. And beyond. Beyond! beyond. I hate Mondays. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.